it's the Pizza Party Halloween podcast. I guess this is a Halloween special, whatever. Who I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? I am a vampire. <laughs> I want to suck your cock. No homo. I want <laughs> to suck. What? That's it. Who's everyone else? I just want to suck. Introduce yourselves. Nope. Oh, oh, I'm... <laughs> hey... Hey, what's up? It's Spooky Jim. See, I'm doing a Treehouse of Horror thing. Oh my god, Spooky Jim, you're my favorite. Oh, well, thank can, you. Can I get your autograph? Can, I, can you get me on the next podcast, please, Jim? I, I love I, you. I can, I can give you an autograph in blood. Ooh. Or, or no, no, wait, in blood. Because he's... <laughs> see what I did? Okay, sorry. Well, I guess I'm pain pizza. Oh, yes. fuck you. Izzy, Izzy, you can be uh, Jizzy. <laughs> That's a scary name. Close enough. For reals, I love the name Izzy. I think it's great. But man, I couldn't think of an actual like Halloween pun for my name for Twitter. Like it was like there's nothing that's like cleverly like mixed in with it. Queasy. Queasy, I guess. But like, you know, like before it was like Stev Ray Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, just now, be, let, let's be real here. That one wasn't that great anyway. Yeah. It wasn't, but you, you could just be Izzy Azalea. That's spooky. Is mm. Iz, Azalea Banks? Oh, all the names are awful. Well, there's Izzy the lizard in uh the, the Rampage games. Oh, that's true. And I have oh. a lizard, <laughs> a dragon. <laughs> Izzy has a pet lizard thing what is what is it an iguana the bearded dragon named kaiju oh that thing yes that's what the I wanna, are. i want to pet him someday <laughs> he's really spiky looking but he's super soft like it's a facade like you're like oh man that looks like it's gonna hurt to touch oh it, the, the spikes just flex they just like move around sorry a real quick question for a lizard owner um is it true that you're not supposed to pet them like one a certain way or else they'll hurt their scales or something um, I'm not familiar with that. I just know that, like, uh, you just want to pet them the way they enjoy it. <laughs> As like, with uh, most pets? It, usually it's uh, with the scales versus against them is more. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. But the now that time. I know, Pan, get on with your boring new shit. I don't care. But Fuck the you. next video is going to be a review on the sequel to Nightmare Before Christmas. Wait, what's... What? Video game. Yeah. Video game. Oh, they made a oh, video okay. game sequel for Nightmare Before Christmas on PS2 called Oogie's Revenge. Oh, it's not like the Nightmare of Arbor Day or no, something. Sadly. Or like <laughs> the Nightmare of Memorial Day. <laughs> no, the Nightmare of Memorial Day is a, a Vietnam flashback. Oh. So. Like maybe they'll actually will make a real sequel when like Tim Burton gets desperate, you know. Oh, so we're going to have a sequel to that? Yeah. Tim Burton has done anything great recently. I mean, I saw that new movie, uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It was okay. I mean, it had a good idea. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was fun, but I thought, like, the time travel thing was very confusing. It's like, what's this? What's going on? I mean, it it didn't confuse me up until the third act where they're like, oh, yeah, now we're jumping out of our timeline into a different timeline thing where, like, they're chasing after him. Like, uh, they did not set up that rule <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. Well, it's it's just not like I like in his earlier stuff where they were they were all genuinely funny movies. Like they're mm-hmm. scary, they're spooky imagery. Mm-hmm. But like what I think about Beetlejuice or Edward Scissorhands, those are movies I like laughed at and had a good time at. And 
I don't think I've done that with any of his more recent stuff. It's just more about the ambiance and it's and like the weird spookiness of it. But I, I liked, you know, laughing at like like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like I can't imagine him making that again. Yeah. You know. Well, because he's he, he's no longer like I, I've gotten bored of Tim Burton because all his movies look exactly alike. Yeah, uh, to the point true. where like I feel like he's a really stale director and artist, and he hasn't evolved. No, but, he, he he really like kind of. I I always look at him like something. I don't know, like I don't have any backstory or something, but it's like something happened after Mars Attacks. Where like he's never been as goofy and as weird after that. Like that was the end of that period, and I feel like, especially like, I don't Sleepy Hollow. I'm fine with it's really well shot and stuff. But after Planet of the Apes, he became like almost a work for hire guy, and it's yeah. like it's weird because he's you don't think of like, not to get too film theory or something, but like you don't think of like a director with such a big auteur voice being work for hire but that's like kind of what he's become so it's like very confusing it's like well I mean, I, he's very marketable yeah well i mean i get like some of the stuff like dark shadows i think only he could have done that movie i don't think anyone else was even remotely interested but like there are other stuff where i'm like like miss Penningree, however you say, i can't remember how you say that but miss Penningrins, miss penny peculiar Pen- children yeah yeah peculiar ch- that thank you that's much better <laughs> Like that is like it was a big book. Like he clearly did that because he knew he'd have a hit and he could sell it within his whole mold. But I don't see him doing like a new kind of Beetlejuice or even trying to recapture that. Yeah. You know. Well, but I think if he did, people would show up. Like I would go hmm. crazy if he tried to do a comeback movie. You know. However, Miss Peregrine's Children of the Corn, uh, that movie was like pretty good. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like, as far as, like, Tim Burton movies go, it didn't, like, rent, like it, it wasn't like he dipped it in the Tim Burton sauce. Like, he, he just kind of, like, highlighted certain areas. And I found it super refreshing for a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, yeah, I think I was more than that with Frank and Weenie, personally. Mm-hmm. I liked Frank. Because that was more like the old thing. But I did like that. I don't know. I can't remember that. That movie was so, like. Whatever I said in the review is what I thought because I can't remember that thing. Yeah, I don't remember that. It's like some of these fall movies. Like a week later, you're like, I saw a movie called The Accountant with Ben Affleck. What the fuck? Like, oh. <laughs> like I mean, I have the ticket stub. There's a video of me talking about it, but like I cannot remember. Oh, oh speaking of ticket stubs, uh, I like how my ticket stub for Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. It just says Miss Peregrine's Hoe. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it the podcast icon. That's funny. I like tickets that like for Dumb and Dumber. My ticket stuff just said dumb. Aww. I was like, I was like, wow, that's so true. But I think like if there was a sequel to Miss Peregrine's, I'd be more interested in that since uh, I feel like the movie was slowly developing into like a Tim, like a real Tim Burton movie, like that circus freak style of it, like that yeah. old style of it. Like so, if there was a sequel, I'd be down for it. I mean, they just spent too much time, like, setting people. I didn't really feel like I got any of the kids' personalities. Like, they just needed stronger actors, as I recall. Like, Samuel Jackson was amazing, but oh, yeah. Samuel oh, Jackson... No, 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 no. He was amazing. way too hammy. <laughs> no, but he's good. He's he's good at doing that. Like, I love... No, no. I, could, I could... Samuel Jackson could stand in line in front of me at the grocery store, and I would be captivated. I was like, oh, my God, he's getting out of coupon. Yeah. I mean, normally, he, I, I, normally I, he, I would be so with you, Jim. But the problem with that was uh, I felt at the towards the end of the movie where everything's like kind of dark, 
he's just like cracking off jokes nonstop. And I feel like that was like a direction of like, let, let him do that thing. That way young kids who came into the movie thinking it's going to be a Harry Potter X-Men crossover. Um, you know, like, so they're still not scared. Like it's some lightheartedness to it, but it's such a contrasting tone. I don't know. I thought I kind of liked it. Like he's overly confident and he's choking around. I can't think of a movie where, um, where Samuel Jackson is not in the film, you know? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Does there, a, does there exist a movie where Samuel Jackson does not show up? Is that possible? Like, has there ever been a movie oh, like in the history of humanity that where Samuel Jackson didn't show up somewhere? I mean, you know, after that law was instated that he'd be put in every film in film history, um, that was during the Bush era. Uh, you know, I, you can't because they destroyed all copies without him movie so i mean he was great in uh chaplin's modern times birth of a nation secret of yeah oh he was wonderful in dumbo uh he he was one of the crows which was a little racist but you know i didn't cast march of the penguins trip trip to the moon Uh, (laughs) wow wow i'm trying to think of a movie that does not have any humans in it but it does have samuel jackson he just walks oh, by. He was, he was the best character in Wally. <laughs> he just he just walks by. He goes, "Does he look like a bitch?" <laughs> Even if it's a kids movie, he's there to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually put him in The Incredibles. They messed up and they put him in it again. It's super confusing. Yeah, now there's two Samuel Jacksons in The Incredibles: Frozone and some other guy. But um, Hot Zone, which happens to be the name of my bed. <laughs> oh no, good one. No. Thanks, Nolan. You're welcome, Nolan. But for uh, Samuel Jackson's uh, performance in Miss Peregrine, it seems like they just let him on stage and they didn't give him a script and just decided to fuck around. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. Yeah, It's very accurate. I thought the movie was... I guess I liked it, but the the time travel part was just confusing to me. That and the only thing that really, like, stood out to me in that whole movie is the fact that the the girl that's, like, super light, like, she's made out of helium or whatever, like, her power is air. She's floating and she has the things. And she takes off, or she puts on the things and jumps in water and sinks to the bottom of the ocean, right? And then there's a part where, like, she just starts swimming as if they're not super heavy. Uh Like, like she's just swimming with normal physics. Like, not that she has. Have you have you ever played Zelda Ocarina of Time with the metal shoes? This is exactly how this turns oh, out. You're right. Yeah, but you guys want to get into the news? Okay. Okay. Tim Burton's a hack. Anyway. <laughs> this is CNN news. But first, the fan. We have the fan junk playlist. So if you have any videos related to. Uh, Rebel Taxi, me, or the podcast, or my comic Loki IRL, which is out, issue two. Just mail them to me at Yahoo, RebelTaxi at Yahoo.com and uh, just send me a YouTube clip of it. I mean, YouTube video, that YouTube video you're going to send or whatever. We have the fan DeviantArt and fan Reddit in the description. But on to the news. Hey, have you heard of the band called Baby Metal? No. No, but I can tell this news bit is going to be riveting. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) there's these, there are these three Japanese girls uh, who do metal music, and they're great. You know, I'm not saying that ironically, or you know, like I do with Melanie Martinez or anything. You know, but anyway, Baby Metal apparently is going to get an animated slash live action uh, web show. And it's going to be produced by Sam Register, president of Warner Brothers Animation. And do you guys know who Sam Register is? 
Who? Oh boy, Pan, I want to know. Who is it? One of his yeah, other please. works includes producing the Hi Hi Puffy Yummy Yumi show. Yeah! My, uh, my brother's in the room with me and he literally just smirked and pointed at me when you said that. <laughs> do, do you like Hi Hi Puffy Yummy Yumi? I think we I remember watching it with him when we were younger, yeah. yeah. Wait, you have a brother? I didn't know that. Yeah, I have a brother and two sisters. Oh, I just had only heard about your sister. Anyway, sorry, not to... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nolan, give us a genealogy lesson on your family. Um, I don't know what genealogy is, so you'll have to be more specific. <laughs> anyway. Apparently, we're going to get what basically might be the reincarnation of Hi Hi Puffy Ami Yumi show with Baby Metal. And I'm the only so, one here who knows of that, so yeah. Why is Sam Register so, like, obsessed with making, like, cartoons of live-action people and stuff? He only did it one other time, okay? It's not, like, a trend. Yeah, but you should you should only ever do it one time. Yeah. Baby Metal is our generation's Puffy Yami Yumi. I, I mean, that's what he's accurate. hoping. I think, or not, I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, I can't be Hi Hi Puffy Yami Yumi anymore, because they're fucking dead. No, they're still alive. Please, come on. I was obsessed with that show when I was younger. Don't you know they died in that um, car crash with Princess Diana? Oh. They were right there in the Whoa. background. Oh. <laughs> you guys can see it if you zoom in real close. Oh. There they are. So the real there they are in the back seat with her. So the puffy Yami Yumi we see today are just a bunch of fucking frauds. Well, we don't see them today because they ain't done shit. Like after the pup, yeah. I mean, they peaked after they did the Teen Titans theme song and they just vanished. So, next bit of news. Hey, remember the Emoji movie and how we thought, like, there's no way Sony would actually do this film? Yeah, there's no way. They're not going to do it. Well, they released a screenshot of the characters, and yep, they are. Apparently, it's going to follow a... This is the plot. Emoji movie, express yourself. Hidden within the messaging app is Textopolis, a bustling city where all your favorite emojis live, hoping to be selected by the phone's user. So kind of like Sausage Party. In this world, each emoji has only one facial expression, except for Gene, played by TJ Miller, an extrubitant emoji who was born without a filter and is bursting with multiple expressions. Determined to become, quote, normal, like his other emojis, Gene enlists the help of his handy best friend, High Five, played by James Corden, and a notorious codebreaker emoji, Jailbreak, Played by e Ellen Glazer. I don't know. Today, they embark on an epic app venture. Wait, does it really say app venture? Yes! Oh an my god. epic app venture. Oh. I mean, I... is this is it, is this a satire or is this the end of the world? <laughs> you decide. <laughs> I mean, it's funny how this is basically the same plot as the Sausage Party, which is parodying these types of Pixar type films, even though this is Pix this is not Pixar, this is uh, Sony Pictures, who canceled the Popeye movie and the Popeye cartoon, Lauren yeah. Foss Medusa movie, in favor of the Emoji movie. Yes. Oh wow! Essentially, they saw Lego Movie being a success, and they're like, "All right, well, we could take a really like high strong concept and make it into a movie without you know." <sighs> putting any thought or love or care into it. All right, that's fine. Whatever. You know, what? Popeye wouldn't have been good. 
I remember what Red Letter Media said in their Ghostbusters review. The only thing that Sony is doing right is the their PlayStation brand. Everything else is literally fucking dying. No, Sony's Sony's a fucking terrible studio. It's just like there's no way around it. Yeah. They it looks had to, so they, they promising. Had to, they had to get uh, Marvel involved to to help Spider Man. Mm. Like they're like such a shit show they're gonna lose james bond and this is like even before the hack they were considered the worst studio and then people put had pity on them but they still they fucking suck they're the worst i mean it felt like they were doing uh, such a good direction because like they had hotel transylvania uh were they the ones that did the the cloudy with the chance meatballs or am i mixing it up like no they they did that visually their cg animation was the most unique stuff on the market like pixar keeps going into this uncanny valley everything has to be super fucking detailed and realistic and it's getting really boring and it doesn't actually visually is interesting anymore and then uh dreamworks is doing dreamworks but then you have sony movies they were like having 2d animation like you know the same like excited aesthetics of 2d animation but cg The Popeye movie looks great. The two movies I mentioned before, and it, now we got the Moji movie. You know, I mean, let's have some faith, you know? Like, no one thought the Lego movie would be good. No, come on. <laughs> that, don't don't, don't okay, pull that let's, shit. Let's get... We knew Phil Lord and Chris Miller were good. Yeah. This is, Who's directing this? A bunch of turds on a rope with I, a monkey? I, I might be wrong, but I think it's the same people did Food Fight. <laughs> no fucking way. Bullshit. No, wait, no. hold on. I want to see who directed this. No. I know that movie? something's coming out soon that was directed by the same guy who did Food Fight. I think the Tetris movie? Yeah, it's a Tetris movie. Uh, yeah. Holy shit, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And apparently person... the, the Tetris wait, movie has – the plot that they wrote for it, the script, was so strong that they couldn't possibly do it in one movie. It has to be a trilogy. Yeah. Well, you know, if artistically they feel that the Tetris movie has to be a, a straight line of plot that will, you know, knock everything else out. Oh. That was going to work better. That didn't work. Anyway, this – the guy who did uh, Emoji Movie also directed uh, Igor. Oh, God. That that was a good movie. Was it? I didn't see it. I talked about it in the last year's uh, Halloween Hidden Gems video. I thought it was a fun movie. Yeah. He, so, uh, he, he's, got, he's got some good credits, you know. He – he was a char- additional character designer in Lion King 2. Um, he worked on the Road of El Dorado as additional yeah. storyboard artist. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah. uh, he directed Lilo and Stitch 2. Stitch has a glitch. <laughs> By the mm. way, you know what I like about uh, the Road to El Dorado? What? It's one of the only times I can think in a story where the characters get rich or powerful and they don't become assholes. <laughs> they were assholes from the beginning. Well, <laughs> they were noble assholes, you know? I'm just saying you can't become an asshole if you're already Shut an asshole. <laughs> it's not true, like they were, like, true. killing babies when they got, like, all this money and gold and stuff and ruled over uh, an ancient Mayan civilization, you know? The movie could have done that. I mean, that'd be pretty bold for a DreamWorks 2D animated film, you know? I mean, that would fit in that era, all these experimental 2D films. I mean, no one remembers Sinbad the Sailor. Oh, yeah, and then they tried to market it like, hey, Brad Pitt's in an animated movie. Yeah. And people are like, why the fuck, what? Nobody I don't cared. remember that movie, but I remember the Baskin Robbins promotion saying, "Hey, go, go to Baskin Robbins to get the Sinbad the Sailor ice cream or whatever." I remember that. I'm trying to find the commercials for like this the Shrek ice cream tie-in with Baskin Robbins. I remember those commercials. <laughs> oh come on! Who would eat a Sunday with worms? 
Oh no! Help. A Shrek hot sludge sundae, inspired by Shrek 2, only at Pastor Robbins. Yeah, this is funny. I got a couple of them now. Oh wait, wait! Since we're talking about movies, I actually have some monster trucks Uh-oh, news. Oh, monster trucks uh, releasing this January. Okay, okay. I want to preface: Pan doesn't know this news, and it's been out for a little bit. So I'm going to tell him on this podcast. So basically, uh, Monster Trucks was conceived in 2013 by the president of Paramount's film. And if you're wondering, where did he get this idea for Monster Trucks? Well, he came up with this idea with his four-year-old son. And his four-year-old son came up with the idea that the that Monster Trucks, that are actual monsters in trucks... And that's where they came up with the idea for Monster Trucks, a four-year-old writer. <laughs> so it's basically the same as Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess. Yeah, so. like, where's Robert Rodriguez? He hasn't made a kid movie in a while. <laughs> well, oh, I think okay. I think he let a kid write. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. See, this makes a lot of people are like, "See, isn't Monster Trucks stupid because of this?" But when I heard that news, I went. To me, it just makes it more awesome. The, I, I, I was going to say, it makes it more pure. Yeah. Hey, there we go. It's no, legitimately it's, it's, just childhood wonder in a film. Yeah. But that's because people are so cynical and they have to have world building. No one's going to get the, – the world is not ready for monster trucks. I can say that right now. It's going to blow everybody's minds. I, I am excited it, for Fuck You, It's January. Like, we got Monster Trucks, the movie. We got Triple X, Return of Xander Cage, and some shitty Resident Evil <laughs> film. Monster Trucks is going to be better than this fall has been, which has been pretty yeah. shit in terms of movie. Like, I'm excited. For, I'm going to – let me look at the Muju, and I'm going to tell us what opens – hold on. The monster is in the oh, truck. yeah. We get we get an underworld movie, what? monster trucks. They're, they're making that. We get another one. Triple X three. I don't know if you've watched the trailer for A Dog's Purpose, oh. but wow, that looks awful. Oh. And then Resident <laughs> Evil, the final chapter. This wait, is wait, like wait, the wait, most wait, wait, January wait. The dog's ever. Dog's Purpose movie. Is that the one where like the dog keeps re- being reincarnated? Yeah, yeah, it is. It looked, I, okay, I cried. <laughs> I, I thought that was Why adorable. do you hate dogs, Jim? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I mean, I am a cat person, oh. but I I, I don't hate dogs, but it it did feel like that movie that like like you know is playing on at Kmart for way too long <laughs> on a TV. I don't know. I I'm sorry, Jim, that I have two eyes and connected to a heart. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, you, Jim, and your cats. But uh, but yeah, I just like I love that this January is like. Like, clearly the studios are like, fuck it. Let's really do January. Let's do it hard. I mean, how is a Resident Evil movie and an Underworld movie coming out in the same month? Like, that, wow. That's weird. That's they're like that's like the same target audience. Yeah. Well, I mean, they come out. They bookend the month. Underworld, which I've never seen in Underworld. I don't Are they good? I don't know. I mean, it clearly came out when, like, The Matrix and Blade were cool. Yeah. But like, well, that's how. Oh, that's how they found out that news that Marvel might use Blade is because at the New York Comic Con Underworld panel, um, of someone asked the Underworld people, "Would you ever do a crossover with Blade?" And instead of saying maybe, they're like, "Yeah, we asked, but they said they're doing something with Blade." Oh, and that's how, like, look. and apparently Marvel is has talked to Wesley Snipes, and they've considered like bringing uh, that Blade into the MCU. Yay. I don't know how they're. Gonna it but there's all sorts of rumors he might be in the defenders <laughs> he might be you know who knows i'll be down i'll be down for that i'm ex- I, mean, I will be excited 
that did that did that is really the first movie to start the big comic book movie wave that yeah. you know it was like pre x-men and spider-man yeah. by like two but, years so yeah everyone comments like how come no one remembers this movie it started all the marvel uh the, the influx of Marvel movies, and I think the reason why nobody remembers Blade is because it doesn't look like a superhero movie to your like your average person. Like, yeah. he doesn't look like a superhero. You just assume it's an action movie. Like, unless someone told you it was a comic book movie, you would never know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he. I don't think you would. It, it, I mean, the only reason it got made is because an executive New Line was a huge Blade fan. It wasn't like Marvel wasn't sitting around like, oh man, you know what's going to start this whole thing off? Blade. Like they didn't, they weren't thinking that at all. It was just like an executive was a huge fan and was higher up on, in New Line Cinema. And then he got Blade made, basically. Although, it must be pretty cool to be like high enough to be like, you know what? This thing probably won't be successful, but I I want it. Be- I mean, I think it, it, it makes financial sense. They're like, let's get, if we get Wesley Snipes, he fights vampires, I bet it'll make money. I mean, you know, in 98. It, yeah, and it worked. Well, we gotta give it's, we gotta give credit to the first original uh, theatrical Marvel movie, Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Which they do now because they bought Lucasfilm yeah. and Marvel. Disney could do a new Howard the Duck. Oh no, I don't think we need to do that. I think we can leave that. Buried. You know, look, they did they did do a, the little cameo of Howard the Duck in uh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, so yeah. it's possible. Is he going to be in Guardians oh. too? I mean, he I wasn't in the be. teaser, so he should. That'd be cool. Oh boy, I think he was played by <laughs> Seth Green, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognize that voice. <laughs> but Blade, like I, I don't know. I never watched Blade until like a few months ago, and I can say yes, this this is. I mean, it's cheesy, but it's still a really good action movie. Mm. I mean, I guess it, could, it won't be given credit for uh, starting all the uh, Marvel movies, but it still would be given credit for like starting all the trench coat action films, like. Matrix and uh, Underworld and stuff. Blade? You know what I'm waiting Wait, for? I no, no. Of world remakes. I mean, oh, I guess it was like, it was like, I mean, Matrix was probably already shot because Matrix came out in March and I think Blade was like September, October. Everyone thinks Matrix when they see trench coats. But it seems like with FU, it's January. They're just bringing back all these early 2000s schlock movies. Oh, wait. Actually, the trench coat thing is like from John Woo. Hmm. That's like yeah. from like like Hard Boy. That's like a Chow Young Fat would always wear. The Man, John Woo, that's somebody I would love to see. I love those. Everybody stole from. Yeah, it was like, like the Killer and Hard Boiled and the Better Tomorrow movies. Like, I used to love those things. They were so cool. But then John Woo made like face off and broke <laughs> and you're just like and then like by the time we got to wind talkers i was like i'm out john oh. i'm out yeah like is there any like foreign directors or actors that came to america and actually made good shit uh ang lee probably oh. <laughs> yeah, okay yeah except for the obvious i mean one. like well except for like hulk but like i liked you know like life life of pi was good uh, yeah and, uh what else did he do? He's done, oh, Crouching Tiger, but then he came to America, like, and the Ice Storm is really good. Like, he's done some good mm-hmm. stuff. I think it's usually, if it's a foreign director who makes it in Hollywood, it's never someone you know before, you know, uh, it's never someone who's a named foreign director. Like, the guy who did Old Boy made, like, Stoker, and, no, like, nobody talks about that anymore. It kind of came and went, and then he just went back to uh, Korea, I believe. Um and same with like 
like the foreign directors from the 50s and 60s, like I think Truffaut made Fahrenheit 451 and then he's like, fuck this and went back to France. Like that's usually what happens. Mm -hmm. They make one because they like have all the control in the world. Why would they give it up? So it's usually like a, a director who's a name, but not a huge name. But a lot of them become hacks. Like the guy who did Die Another Day in Triple X2, he made a really cool indie movie in New Zealand. And then you watch his blockbuster stuff and you're like, what the fuck? The next bit of news, I guess. Unless, crap, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Monster Trucks this January. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like it can't stop being awesome. We're going to learn that they literally got a bunch of six-year-olds, gave them all pixie sticks, turned on a tape recorder, and said, go. And they're just like, there's just too much too much information. And then it just becomes a surreal little kid dream. I would, I'm yeah. down. I'm so down for Get Trump. ready for January. We got X, Triple uh, X, Return to Xander Cage, another Resident Evil, another Underworld, and Monster Trucks. All the worst things you could ever imagine put together. Yet. I mean, don't see them all don't in one day. Don't you fucking say worst? Don't it, don't see them all in one day, or your head will literally explode with awesomeness. It'll say that in the theater. Just it's, try to do one a week. It, you, you know, it's no be... longer fuck you. It's January now. It's fuck yeah. It's January. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. Hashtag fuck yes. It's January. We got to take it back. You know, January's been treated as shit, but now <laughs> things are gonna get better. This is wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with January? That's my birth month. Oh, that explains everything. No, no, it's not. It's not that January's bad. It's just they always release like the worst crap in January, yeah. like the stuff. But this, I feel like January had to be good because the summer movie season was bad. This fall was bad. Hollywood's like, all right, we'll just make January good this year because <laughs> we feel bad. Our bad for Warcraft. All right, sorry. Well, the thing about January is that it's after the holidays, so everyone spent all their money, and no one's really going to the theater. So that's when Hollywood dumps out the movies they have the least faith in. I mean, that's the best time to go to the movies because you can take your shoes off, take your pants off. Nobody's there. You know, put your feet up. They're just happy you're coming to the theater. You, you know. can talk and text all you want. Oh, that's what I do when I'm watching something I saw in January. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what's up, mom? Nah, I'm seeing. I actually don't remember. Oh, Norm of the Uh-oh. North. <laughs> oh, I forgot oh about yeah, that. that was last year's January film. Oh my god, that was epic. Normie of the North. But oh, speaking of theatrical animated movies, I was thinking of doing like vlogs to talk about like animated movies I saw in theaters and like if I do a vlog like where it's just me talking to the camera it'd be I don't want to s- detract time from like the main video so a vlog would be easy but what I want to do is get like a, a black morph suit and I want to find somebody who can sculpt who can uh, sew together a hat like a pan pizza hat <laughs> So, so you don't have to reveal your your face. Yeah. I feel like you should uh, instead, like uh, instead of just making a hat, it'd be really awesome to see like someone make like a helmet, mm. like like a mascot helmet of Pan Pizza's oh, head. Oh man, that'd be insane! So there's so oh crap! I know there was somebody at like some convention somewhere in I think California who uh, made like this giant inflatable head. Oh yeah, we were there. Yeah, you were there, Nolan, but you didn't run into that person. No, no, we did. I wish we did, though. I would have taken a picture with them. Yeah, I'll link. I'll link a photo in the description. Like someone who made this giant head, and in the same photo, there's just a little kid on the corner, just looking in disgust. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so yeah, if anybody knows how to sew a, a, a pan pizza head or has professional sewing skills, I, I feel like that would be more of a foam thing. Like I, I know a person that uh, actually she watches the podcast. I think. No, wait, different person. 
But uh, anyways, uh, they followed me on Instagram, and I got them to make the Bowser costume mm. for me. Like, the Bowser Koopa shell bra and the the back, uh, the, the shell back, um, which uh, I linked in the Skype call a while yeah, ago. I know what you're talking about. Uh, but I, I can message her to see like if it's doable. Yeah, okay, message her, yeah. So, next bit of animation news, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. Did anyone see the new announcement for Nintendo's newest console slash portable device? I saw that trailer, yes. It looks I, 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 fucking amazing. I, I, I like three-hour battery life. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. I, I have yeah. faith in this, please. No, no, it, it's already been, like, semi-confirmed no. that it's probably only going to last three hours. No! <laughs> uh, no. I, I like the, the one person who is playing their Switch. They see a party, and they're like, come over, and she shows up with their system, and they're like, oh, fucking... Fuck this person. Like, every time we have a party, they're just, they just play games in the corner. Oh. We give them free food. Finally, antisocial losers can finally have a chance to be at parties. <laughs> like, the main thing that I'm excited about this is that it looks like a normal console, just with the portable aspect. Like, you know, it's like having a baby and realizing, oh, it has the normal, it has, like, the right amount of arms and legs. Yes. I can't believe it. Thanks, I, Nintendo. What? I'm slightly a little disappointed that there's no more touch screen because I got really accustomed to the second yeah. screen. Like, uh, it's going to be really difficult to go back to Zelda games and not have the entire inventory as quickly as just pushing, yeah. you know, the screen real quick and now you switch. Oh, that's, that's what I'm wondering that. too. Like, there's no, uh, no touch screen for that, which would be useful in some games. It- it looks like because you can use well, no the because the con- the the console itself has to be docked for it to appear on the TV screen. Uh. So yeah, I, I I don't think there's a nope. there might be touch screen on the portal piece, but it won't be the same as like the having a second screen with all the the start menu stuff. I mean, they might. What I'm thinking they might do is like have it compatible with the Wii U controller, possibly. That'd be great. One thing I'm interested in is that they're not using CDs. They're using, uh, what are game cards, essentially SD cards. Yes. Yeah, because, like, what's crazy now is that SD cards can, like, carry more information and transfer more information faster than CDs can. So I'm glad we didn't just, like, say, screw it to physical media, but, like, we still have physical media. Like, people were wondering, like, is it going to take discs? Are are we just going to download everything online? But no, it's physical media still, yes. Pretty good. I'm excited about that. Uh I'm just surprised that cartridge has made a comeback. Yeah, I mean, well, SD cards are more powerful than CDs now. But, like, the benefit of, like, having these SD cards is that you can save your data on the the card itself. You don't need memory cards or hard drive space. That's true. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot about that. As long as it has a battery, it's cool. So, back in 1996, when Nintendo chose to have cartridges instead of CDs, they were onto something. Wait, wait, because SD cards don't need batteries, no. right? Or do they have little tiny batteries inside them? Uh, possibly, I don't know. I mean, none of my, I don't, I never changed the batteries of an SD card ever in my life. Well, because, because, no. like, I, you know, uh, old cartridges saved because they had a yeah. battery to keep the, the save file on. But I guess, I guess we kind of, like, got rid of that technology because. Yeah, you don't think of cartridges or SD cards having it. Mm-mm, no. Mm. I mean, floppy disks didn't have uh, batteries inside of them, I don't think. Or did they? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, this is the future. We're ba- going back to cartridges. Yeah, it's not, just, it's not just some weird retro gimmick. It actually has a benefit to it. Maybe Skate 4 can finally come out on a cartridge like you predicted. What come out on a cartridge? <laughs> Skate 4. Skate 4. Oh, I remember that was a... for that. Wow, no, that's an ancient reference to that Tony Hawk video. Yeah, that was still that's still one of my favorite jokes Shit. of yours. Speaking of uh, ancient stuff, 
How's that Rocket Power review? Oh yeah, Nolan. What happened? I'm filming it in November, you guys. Oh boy. Hey, okay. Look, look. I'm gonna had... film it in November, and then I'm gonna get my friend Bedhead Bernie to fucking edit it. So you guys, so by you two can stop fucking asking me. You. He had a lot fuck. of scheduling problems with you know Jennifer Lawrence and Tom <laughs> Cruise, and they couldn't they couldn't do oh, it in the November. I couldn't get Jennifer Lawrence. She she was really mad because I checked my phone when I was talking <laughs> with her. Oh, I remember that when you when we were doing we did the press for the Golden Globes and yeah. Nolan was nervous because he's a big fan of House at the End of the Street, um, the movie which most people remember her for. And, you know, she just got mad at Nolan and I, I stood my ground. I got mad at her. I was like, <laughs> thank you, Jim. Thank you. No problem. I still I, ref- I haven't seen any movie she's been in since since no movies come out since then. Right. Um, no. So. Jennifer no, Lawrence. she got she got back at me because X Men Apocalypse was horrible. Oh. So you know, I actually oh. I actually liked X Men Apocalypse. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, okay, since okay, from it's weird because like I'm tired of X Men movies, but I like this movie a lot. I don't know something about it, just how exaggerated it is, but also how it's introducing the next the actual school. You know, like we see Cyclops and we briefly see the Blob and all these other things. I don't know. It, it just uh, I, it, it, it sort of have a nostalgia effect on me from watching. X-Men Evolution. I did love me some X-Men Evolution. I mean, I'm excited for Logan, but I I don't know. I really didn't like <laughs> Apocalypse. What was wrong with it? Hey, Pan. Pan. Oh, what? What? Are we, are we going to talk about Ben 10? Oh, afterwards. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> okay, okay. I just want to make sure that's on the table. Wait, what did? Yeah, what, what didn't you like about uh, X-Men Apocalypse since everyone hated that movie? Um, I think it was because uh, the flow of it was pretty horrible. It was pretty... It would try to be... This is a wall. I don't remember this movie uh, okay. that well. Uh, the the it was just like I think it's fl- I mean the flow of the story didn't work at all. Um, I did like the new cast members. Mm-hmm. Like I like the G- Game of Thrones girl as Jean Grey and the guy they got to do Cyclops and stuff. But it just like I I didn't get to spend enough time with those characters. Like it had too many people in it, which is like in a third. Like same with X Men Last Stand. They try to introduce like twenty million characters, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? At the end. And I like that mall sequence cutting that out. Oh, yeah. Like that would have helped that movie so much. And they cut it out. And it like and Apocalypse wasn't very good. He's not like the comic Apocalypse is really interesting. I mean, he's kind of a lame character. But if you do him right, like in the Fox Kids show, I love that Apocalypse. So like they screwed up Apocalypse. They made him too like boring and overpowered. But his powers made like no sense. Like you've. I think they said it in honest trailers when he does the cool sand thing, you're like, oh, he's going to do that again. No, he's not. He has a new power. But why he uses them and doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. And like, why was it taking place in the 80s? It really didn't have any reason to. Whereas the other one taking place in the 70s and the 60s, they got that to work. This is just went. it's a decade and I don't know. There were like a lot of things where like you're like, well, why did you do this? And like you didn't get it to work thematically. Or sorry, now I'm just shitting on Apocalypse. It's fine. The the biggest issue with the movie is the fact that they uh, edit out Jubilee. Yeah, I, Jubilee's just in all X Men movies. Jubilee's just a minor character who they reference for the people who know who she is. That's all she's ever been. That's happened in both X-Men series at this point. Yeah, but that mall scene, like, it's on YouTube, I think. But, like, it's it's yeah. funny that they just got rid of that entire scene. But they did keep the final part of it where it's just them leaving the movie theater for Star Wars 6 and saying, yeah, the third movie is always the worst. And 
I was just like, I was like, guys, don't call it attention to yourself when your movie sucks. Like, come on. But they, if you see the sequence, the mall sequence online, my favorite part is they clearly planned but never did the CG for Nightcrawler to do like breakdance. So you just see these people like going, yeah, at like this, this little ball, this tennis ball that's gonna be Yeah, it's like it's like really funny. I love I love that they're like, eh, let's just put it online. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't finish it. And you just see how weird it is to shoot sequences with CG. <laughs> that's my favorite part uh, but one thing i didn't like about x-men apocalypse apocalypse is um the, the the girl who played mystique she she only she was only mystique for like two scenes it's like she didn't she was just yeah tired of this shit that's jennifer lawrence didn't like putting on the makeup and because she became a bigger star from first class to now they like put her in more of it but like Days of Future Past, Mystique is a big character in that story. Like, it kind of makes, it kind of worked. But then they, like, were like, well, we still kind of have to have this movie be about Mystique because she's the biggest star. So we're going to just appease her and let her not be blue, which is, like, weird. I don't like that that naked Mystique design. They should do, like, the comic Mystique is awesome. Like, do that. I, anyway. Me in middle school and all the guys in middle school really liked that design. It was a different time. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I get that she's naked and stuff, but it's like, I don't like the blue scales. It's like, weird. Anyway, sorry. I'm just bitching about movies. Alright, but um, Logan trailer. Did anyone see the Logan trailer now that we're on it? Oh, yes. That looked amazing. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of disappointed. Like, I was expecting them to, like, put on the yellow suit because, like, there's a deleted scene in the last Wolverine movie. Oh, and where he has, yeah, he has yeah. a suitcase and they open it and it's the yellow costume. It's like, oh, the next movie's going to put that on. And no. I have so little faith in Fox and the X-Men properties that I'm like, this is a cool trailer, but I know better. You know, it's like, like uh, none of the Wolverine movies have been like great. Like the second one was better. Borderline good. I mean, the bullet train sequence is really good, but it just isn't. They never really went for it, and I feel like this one they are, and it seems like a cool setup, and it's more bare bones, or it appears to be. You know, I don't, I haven't seen it, but it was better than the Guardians teaser, I thought. So I didn't, I never thought I'd like a Wolverine teaser more than a Guardians of the Galaxy two teaser. So they they did that because no one's even talking about Guardians of the Galaxy; they're talking about Logan. So. It's a, vi- a minor victory. We'll see if it works out, though. I hope it the does. The trailers came out on the same day. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like a really good Wolverine movie. I think ever we deserve it. Hugh Jackman deserves it. I think it would be cool. But, I, you know. This one's going to be rated R, right? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Wait. Because there's that one scene. There are other, there's another X-Men thing. But, Izzy, were you going to say something? I just wanted to mention the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Like, because I saw that one. And uh, it, it was just kind of weird because it didn't really feel anything new. Like, there's nothing yeah. to be excited about. It wasn't very and, – and you don't even hear um, Rocket Raccoon. It was like, oh, so Bradley Cooper didn't record that yet or something? Mm-hmm. Well, it was just because they used the music from this movie, the first one. Yeah. And it's like, all right, um, cool. Like if I, if I didn't know there was another – like if, if I didn't know there was a sequel coming out, I would have thought, oh, I missed this trailer for the first one. Yeah. I mean, they apparently it was Marvel was like, we need to have something for Doctor Strange was just so they like rushed it. Apparently, that's what I've heard. But oh, but did you hear about Deadpool 2? Oh, yeah. The director's no longer on it. Yeah. So that means, hey, 
Dune movie more of a possibility, probably. Well, maybe. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he, he doesn't have anything to do now, like, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's always like a double-edged sword here because it's like, oh, now he's free, but he's not on the successful thing, so he doesn't have a bargaining chip to make the movie. No, apparently, what I, the, the, I mean, it just happened on Friday, but apparently most of the reports are saying Fox still really likes the director, but and they're still going to let him do whatever he wants, but it's just he's not doing Deadpool 2, which kind of hurts him, but does open him up. So I hope the next thing is cool. But I'm a little worried, like, who's going to do Deadpool 2? Yeah. So. As long as Negasonic Teenage Warhead still shows up. I don't know if she does, does <laughs> Please. she? Please. Please. I mean, she could. She only exists in the Deadpool Yay. movies. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Come on. I feel like they would bring her back. Hopefully. I mean, she's she's almost like she's just part of the Deadpool franchise at this point. So yeah, um, bring Colossus back. Everybody's waiting for that. Yes. Everyone, everyone's favorite part. They were the be- one of the best parts of the movie. It's definitely a better Colossus than the one in X two, the where it's just like some Terminator guy. Who just, oh yeah, and he's like an American. He's just a jock. He's yeah. like, oh, I like football, and I'm Colossus. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, in Russia, Colossus don't. <laughs> Going yeah, back to anyway. the first X-Men movie is just so bad. It's It looks so cheap. Oh, yeah. I feel bad for... I give that one a break just because they, like... Apparently, uh, they really rushed it. And Brian Singer had to kind of just, like, make it work somehow. And if you watch it, it's like... It looks like he tried his best to make yeah. it work. I mean, I like X2. I, I, I still like X2 a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but my only thing with Brian Singer with the X-Men movies... Is he structurally? They're all uh, Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan. <laughs> so it, like, literally, if you look at the structure of Wrath of Khan and look at X Men Two, and I think Days of Future Past does a lot of the same things mm-hmm. too. Where like it opens with uh, one person doing the intro, like you know, mutants, and it's like uh, Patrick Stewart, and then at the end it's uh, Fomka Jansen because Jean Grey just died, and in Star Trek Two, spoilers. For search for, uh, oh, for Wrath of Khan. The beginning, it's Shatner, and at the end, it's ne- uh, Leonard Nimoy as Spock because he just died. Oh. So it like it's and I know Brian Singer said he's a huge uh, Wrath of Khan fan, and it's like I watched Wrath of Khan close to X Men Two, and I was like, holy fuck, like <laughs> this is like so close. I mean, it's cool. Wrath of Khan's an awesome movie, but it, it, it is like, it gets a little weird where you're like, okay. That, that reminds me, like, uh, in high school, we had to read Hamlet, and I was watching, uh, re-watching um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, and I was like, oh, it's like a Greek tragedy, This these Spider-Man movies. I get it now. Oh, yeah, he does do that. I forgot about that. Which I never see anyone online yes. comment on. It's like, like, I'm wondering, like, did anyone else notice this? Hamlet and Spider-Man's, uh, the movies? With the Green Goblin stuff, especially, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like... Because <laughs> that's why the mask was that way, all Power Rangers and Uh-oh. shit. Oh, Power Rangers. What? Oh, we're going to talk. Yeah. <laughs> on to more animation news. Power Rangers, the live-action <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah by the way i just want to say that 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 talk about uh x-men spotted off nintendo switch <laughs> we went from gaming to just live action movies yeah <laughs> just, just not even live action movies just x-men yeah, yeah pretty much hey. we just had a long x-men 
Well, Jim's like, I don't do video games. We're going to be talking about X-Men for 20 minutes. You know what? I didn't I didn't mean to do that, but sorry. It's hilarious. Like Nintendo has this huge thing going out. Anyway, about this I mean, movie that came out seven months ago. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a possibility to talk about how there's a new Mario game that clearly has a level uh, dedicated to Sugar Skulls and Land of oh, the Dead. Oh, yeah, that's true. But, you know, yeah. that's not relevant to Pan at all or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I just love 3D platformers, but I'm but I think uh, whoever designed the new Mario game that they showed in the uh, Nintendo Switch trailer, I think they just saw Book of Life and thought, wait a minute, Mexico's got cool stuff too. Holy crap! Yeah, I feel you know what as as is uh, it's been a little bit since Book of Life, but I feel like it's kind of become more influential than it was successful. Like I still hear it talked about, and that one guy's doing those commercials now i don't know what he's working on though i'd love to is he doing another movie or the uh the director i i forget how his what name director of book of oh, movie. oh right. Jorge of book of... yeah he's making another uh, yeah. s- uh animated movie with the uh with the same animation team oh cool he, he described it as like a space western something something like a mix of all these things in space Ooh. yeah so like cowboy bebop or something so. I don't know. So he said it was going to have like some social issues about Mexico and border issues, I think. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Oh, so it'll be like Sicario, yeah. but like, you know, <laughs> oh, it's for kids, space. I guess. <laughs> um, did you guys see uh, any of you guys play Splatoon? Oh, yeah. No. no. Uh, the In the, the Switch trailer, they also showed that uh, there is a Switch Splatoon game. And you can now choose your haircuts for the, the Inklings, which is something that people really, really wanted. And that's awesome. Two that haircuts, alone. yes. The only thing the Switch needs, in my opinion, is to announce a port over of the Smash Brothers game. Mm-hmm. The, the one that for the 3DS and Wii U. But add Ice Climbers to it. I think it, I think, essentially it's just amazing because Nintendo, this like last round with the Wii U, fumbled so poorly with advertising it, not getting third-party support. Um, confusing people with the market because it, it looked like a controller, not a whole console. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they release this trailer for Switch and they're doing everything right. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of scares me a little bit. They learned their lesson. Oh, why does wait? Why does it scare you? Because it, it's giving my hopes up. Like I, I love Nintendo. I yeah. the Wii U. I have a shit ton of games. I love it. I like. I, I'm I'm really sad that it's dying and not everyone else jumped on it. But like. Nintendo has a really bad habit of being like getting stuck in their own way of doing stuff and then fumbling and it's like too much is going good. Mm-hmm. What 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 are they like not seeing? Yeah. I mean, I I thought it was a weird time to launch something like that. Yeah. Like I it looked like some when they said March, I was like, "So are you expecting to get delayed?" Yeah, it's crazy like cuz like they barely announced the, they barely showed this console and it's releasing this March 2017. It's like so soon? What? Yeah, like, I would expect, like, <laughs> summer or, like, especially, like, a lot of kids now get systems right before going to college. Yeah. Like, summer, late summer would be the better time. 
or even that Christmas. or Christmas. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Well, November is where they usually release their consoles because uh, ten years ago the Wii released. Yeah, I remember that. But like they usually release their uh, consoles in the winter and their portables before summer, and this is sort of a portable hybrid console thing. Oh, that makes sense then. So yeah, because then you could you could launch it right before. Summer. And people could have some games before they go on trips and be- yeah. look like that big douche on the airplane, <laughs> like in that. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> I'm worried about the battery life. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. can you plug it into like a USB? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm sure it's going to have like a, a, a attachment. So it's as uh, long as like your trip isn't longer than three hours <laughs> on a car. And, and, and if your plane ride's longer than three hours, they usually have like a, um, a pa- you know, a power port anyways. Mm. Um, but it, it it's one of those things where like it is a full console uh, playing full high res. It's it's the battery life is not going to be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, unless I mean, they like. Have... That... Go ahead. No, we're no, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Oh no, I was just jumping on uh, one more game that they're releasing on it. That's all. Oh no, you can. I'm sure. Because uh, because they did Mario Kart, uh, unnamed Mario game, uh, Skyrim, Splatoon two. And then, um, shit, there was something else, and I lost it. Like, I, I was ready to, like, back down and let you talk, Jim. <laughs> Mario Party, a basketball game. There's a basketball uh, party, yeah. Uh, basketball I mean, they, party. Re- they, they do sell this thing as, like, like you know, you don't have to go to the bathroom if you're playing games for a long time. You can just take it with you. That was the best thing about the Wii U. Uh... <laughs> you're, like, still playing, take a big old shit, and you're like, oh, man, I've been on this toilet for two hours, and now it really smells. Oh, you didn't have to make it gross. Oh, sorry. I'm sure that's happened to someone or will happen to someone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's crazy. Oh, there's there's going to be a Pokemon game on it. Oh, right. A, de- oh, a dedicated Pokemon game. But think about it. Like, Which if, really... If this is like portable, like imagine what they, they could have like some sort of like a new version of uh, Pokemon Go. Mm. Yeah, but uh, Pokemon Go, is that even... Do people still play that? It like... Blew up. Uh, really dedicated it. people. Uh, <laughs> it like fell off so hard. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Well, they I think they announced they're adding shinies to Pokemon Go, and it's like stop giving us stuff we don't care about. If you want people to play Pokemon Go, which is already too late, everyone's already I deleted the app like two <laughs> no, days ago. What the fuck? Uh, but like, uh, if they added Generation Two or the a legendary event to get everyone excited, that's time you know temporary to get everyone back into it for like a weekend. Like, announce yeah. the birds. Legendary birds was, like, a big deal. Uh, but, like, shinies, ah, who cares? Trading, that'd be great. That'd help people collect their Pokedexes, you know? Or uh, battling with people individually and actually make the battling good. Then Pokemon Go would be interesting. But it's just, it's really repetitive. I, I'm sick of catching Granitats everywhere I go. It's over. The Pokemon Go train is, has stopped. Today's assignment... Photograph the elusive Pokemon. How do you do it? You're gonna be fast. You need a keen eye, the best equipment, and lightning quick reflexes. No, you don't. All you need is Pokemon Snap, the first Pokemon game for N64. Find them, frame them, and shoot. You can even bring your Snap cartridge to a participating blockbuster video and print out stickers of your favorites. Doesn't look like they're coming out today. Hard luck. Pokemon Snap. Gotta catch them. But we'll we'll still have Teen Titans go. I actually been watching that recently. Yay. Oh, is it better? Uh, like like not not like uh, <laughs> not like full episodes, but like oh, Cartoon Network's been releasing clips, and like 
I've been getting into the clips. Like, I actually want to watch the show. They did an episode where they just redubbed a regular episode of Teen Titans, the original series. And it's just like they rewrote a script and uh, basically abridged it. And it's, it's like not the funniest jokes in the world, but like the fact that they did it is hilarious. Yeah. Wait, so they just they literally just redubbed an old episode yeah, from like the 2003 yeah. series. That's that's interesting. That Woody Allen did that. It was like his second movie. It's called What's Up, Tiger Lily. And just like redubbed like a kung fu movie. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's not like that. It's like kind of more like, oh, cool. Somebody did this. But what I find funny about this dub is uh, this is HD footage of that 2003 show. So Warner Brothers, please release the HD uh, versions of the, that show. And, and please, any any other cartoon studios, just release HD versions of the show on iTunes or whatever. That'd be great. At least Hulu, so we can pirate them yes, later. Yes, yes, please. I need footage. That's how I get my footage. I just pirate everything. <laughs> that's how I get got like... Shh. Oh, shh. But that's how I got Shallon Showdown in HD, apparently. That was that show was in HD. Do you know if uh, Ghostbusters Evolution... Or, uh, wait. Extreme? It, uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. Do you think it's on HD now, now that they put all the series on Hulu? I don't know. That's a 1999 show. I'm not sure. I don't think so. I really, really want that, like, in clear, like, look. Yeah, I like that. So I'm wondering, like, how many shows are saved in 1080p? And because, like, I, there's a on iTunes. I think it was iTunes. You can get uh, I forget which Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo and the Thirteenth Ghost. Was that the one with Vincent Price? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that <laughs> was. Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- th- and Flim that's Flam. in 1080p, and it's crazy because like you can see the cells like overlaying on top of the. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's crazy to see. Man, see, see, the thing is, uh. If it's made for the digital age, you can upscale them as much as possible because they're physical. You could just you could you when they they just take the prints and they record those like like uh, Psycho and a bunch of old movies. Like you, if you look at the raws, you could see the stitching, individual stitching of the costumes. It's that's how like high quality it is because it's film. Digital, on the other hand, digital you only have up to the certain size that you recorded on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So any old cartoon before they went, like, well, even Flash, all of its vector, but um, you know, like it, it, sh- it, it's not impossible to get HD quality of stuff. Yeah. Hmm. So as long as they have the original film reels, they can stretch that mm-hmm. out as much as they want. It could be 4K for all they want. But is that all for the vid- cartoon news? Uh, it's not a cartoon, but I really wanted to see what everyone else thought. Uh, apparently, the the Ghostbusters girl version, uh, 2016. Uh, it came out on DVD Kablooey. recently. No. Oh, did it explode when you put it in the disc? Because it fucking bombed. Oh no, I haven't. I, I haven't got it yet. I actually enjoyed the movie, yeah. but um, apparently it has a director's cut version. Oh, oh yeah, heard of it. And yeah. Uh, supposedly it like added a lot of motivation for the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh I yeah, I heard they cut out a lot of his stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, like some of the cuts, I felt like they did a good job on, like that that shitty like dance number. Towards yeah. the, the, the that like got moved into the credits. Well, did you see the honest trailers thing? And they they made an honest trailer for it, which was uh, funny in parts. But then they disabled the comments Uh-oh. on it Uh-oh. because of all because people like I did a Ghostbusters review, and you get like kind of mean comments on those things. I mean, that stuff doesn't really bug me, but it's like like people are like, be careful, you know, you don't know what people will do. And I'm like, what? Because, uh, of, like, is that defending or being upset about the movie? 
I mean, it was mainly because I think I started it off by saying, like, I never wanted to Ghostbusters 3. <laughs> so uh, I think, I think like, people were probably like, fuck him. Uh, but, see, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was, like, mm-hmm. that bad. I don't think it's, like, good enough to win anyone, like, win all those people over either. No. But I, I think a lot of it, um, I don't think people were thinking, like, you know, you have all the... Uh, funniest people, some of the bigger people on SNL in the original, and then they go, well, what if we get the bigger people on SNL in this new one? And, you know, that's Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. So in a way, it actually makes sense to do that. I know now we're going to get negative comments for this, but uh, it, it makes sense. And I honestly, I know some people wanted there to be a Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Ghostbusters, but that sounds really horrible to me. Like, I do not want that yeah. at all. I agree with that. Um, I mean, Ugh. there's there's on, three guys. truths. On, there's three truths to this movie. Come on, guys. You don't want to Seth Rogen, John Hill, Ghostbusters. Come on. And they'll talk about like, oh, our dicks are like these proton packs, <laughs> dick jokes. Hey, no. The streams. <gasps> I, you know, they, they like, instead of like trying to catch Slimer, they're like, dude, you want to try some weed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got, Slimer gets we really got so high. high. We got so high talking about our dicks. Oh. Like they, That's my Jonah. They get so high they can't separate the ghosts from the hallucinations. Whoa. Actually, I, I like where we're going with this. Yes. No. I can see Jonah Hill using the proton beam to draw a dick on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't help it. I just draw dicks. Oh. Yeah, it would be. And then, like, Michael Sarah would be there and James Franco. Uh, there we go. Uh, That's the ghost. There has to be one girl, you wanted. There has to be one girl. Oh. Lizzie Kaplan. There we go. Okay. Reminds me, um, because uh, I want my Kylie Griffin. They, they can get a, uh, they can get a uh, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny to play that uh, Vince. Uh, what's that nerdy guy who, who got possessed? Crap. Oh, like, in in Pacific yeah, Rim. Because he, he was basically channeling um that guy. You know the one from I Fuck the Kids or whatever. That movie. <laughs> Fuck, man. You know, Why? I mean, I fucked the kids. What are you talking about? The kids. He's talking about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> honey, oh, I Fucked the Kids. Oh, that was a oh. classic. Remember that movie? No, that's actually, that's true. Why didn't they get Charlie Depp? But apparently a lot of people, they asked like big stars to do, um, like they wanted like Emma Stone yeah. and Jennifer Lawrence and like all these bigger people and they're all like no i do not want any part of this nonsense <laughs> but that's kind of what i hated about the the, the the new ghostbusters is that it was just pointless cameos oh yeah. no that was that didn't flow well i yeah, i agree with that that should that should have maybe not been they in weren't it. any f- i kind of like bill murray in it as like a skeptic like there's there's kind of like because he was so skeptical of the third movie like there's a lot of really good meta humor yeah. in there that part was good but then uh was it Ackroyd? Was a little yeah, yeah. and I I didn't mind Ernie Hudson or Mm. same with uh what Janine when was she in it I don't remember at this Uh, point but uh, Scorny Reaver was in it at the end like they yeah uh, yeah. that was pretty good at least the uh, when I went to see it in theaters at least had one overly excited guy I talked about before was enjoyed it's like yes there he is that one there was just one guy in the theater just like always talking to the movie saying there he is oh that's definitely her from the movie the that secretary whatever her name was (laughs) I love this sto- that story because it wasn't it was the day they announced they're definitely not doing a second one. And this guy's like, I love this movie. When's the next yeah, one? I can't wait for 2018. Like he says, he's expecting 2018 to be the release. And I just wanted to say, buddy, did you see the news today? It's not happening. I read the news today. Oh, boy. I mean, they're doing a cartoon, think, though. Hey, 
Everything gets a cartoon. Green Lantern got a cartoon after a shitty movie. Oh, yeah, that's true. They, the cartoon was better, though. They didn't really... Uh, I mean, there was no other way... I can't imagine a better way to have done it in this current landscape. But, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, without the, yeah. the, maybe if the first joke wasn't a queef joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't... I To me, it's like, if I was going to pick someone, I would have picked Paul Feig. Um, you know, unless they're going to get Edgar Wright, who would have never done it after Ant-Man. So it's like, you know, I don't think I think Paul Feig was a good choice. And he's usually really good with Melissa McCarthy and stuff. But it was I think they maybe should have established the universe rules a little better. There are things they could have done, but I had a good time at it. But I you know, it's not the best movie of the summer, but it wasn't it really was not the worst either. Yeah. So I OK. The thing I would have done to make the movie better is I would have cut out the two main girls and just had a buddy cop movie between Holtzman and uh, Leslie's yeah, character. Hol- yeah, they were they were better characters. Holtzman was the best character, but the scene at the end where they're fighting all the ghosts, like it kind of made me want there to be like just a straight up action movie of Ghostbusters. <laughs> mm, yeah, it was kind of a big Hollywood experiment because they were curious about doing stuff like this. Like, let's just take. A movie and uh, remake it, but with a female, like gender bend, like or gender swap the cast. And uh, it was kind of like, I mean, I know we just talked about how awful Sony is, but um, I actually think it was a little uh, ballsy to be like, well, we we remade things in so many different ways. What if we do it this way, and that'll make it at least interesting in a certain regard. Well, and it, since it didn't work out, they're all going to be like, oh, we're not doing that shit again. One thing, okay, well, one thing to say about that is, like, it wasn't, ex- I'm kind of glad it wasn't exactly, like, a genderbent thing, because, like, it's not the same characters, like, let me go back to the- No, um, that's true. Let Sorry. me go back to the Powerpuff Girls, because, like, someone brought up saying, how can you hate the Powerpuff Girls but be okay with Ghostbusters? It's because the Powerpuff Girls, it's like it's trying to recreate the old characters and fucking them up, but th- the Ghostbusters movie, it's- it's new characters. I can accept these as their own people. Like if they were gender bent into guys, yeah. they're not. This, they're not going to be Ernie Hudson and Bill Murray and Dan Ackernoid and other guy. Yeah. yeah. So I can accept them as I their mean, own universe, their own storyline. It's not like a. It's a different thing. I think the the difference between the two is Powerpuff Girls is trying to be something popular, and at least Ghostbusters is trying to be its own thing minus so, the fallout boy song which everyone agrees is awful all the promotion for ghostbusters they were banking on this film to make a bunch of money and that ain't happening no but i think power powerpuff girls is like is so corporate and like the twerking and all the emojis i think they were like the problem is is they took something that was popular but was not like aiming to be a popular thing in 98 yeah. it just it became popular because it was so cool and like there's a difference between the two things mm-hmm. you know yeah, but what's funny at the beginning of the new Ghostbusters movie is it says, you know, they show all the production like Sony Pictures movies and Ghost, Ghost Team. Oh, Ghost Corp. Ghost Corp Productions. Like, I was confused. Like, wait, is the movie called Ghost Corp? It's like, no. And then they just show the Ghostbusters title right afterwards. That's a little confusing. Uh, that's their Marvel Films thing. They had like, they basically have a, a, a floor in the Sony building where they're like, where, de- where they develop more Ghostbusters movies. But to my understanding, uh, they made Dan Aykroyd go home and that's closed up or something. Fuck. He just grabbed he grabbed all his skull vodkas, oh. got in his car, and they said, "Come back. We'll call you when we need you to come back." And he's like, so, "Okay, guys." The lesson here is don't count your chickens before they hatch. 
I guess so. Don't count your ghosts before they they're caught. <laughs> it's like they made a production studio. Like everyone's just making like, oh, we're gonna have an extended universe, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna have a cartoon and video games and uh, movies and uh, uh, spinoffs and everything. And I mean, I like when they say these things and they go like, "We'll be like Marvel," because Marvel does that. And I'm always like, "Yeah, but do you guys understand that like Marvel didn't announce shit." until iron man did well yeah. like it was the weekend after and then they went okay we're doing the avengers and stuff they had like hinted at stuff at comic cons but they didn't like put out press releases and shit and that's the difference between what dc and sony did with the ghost and all these other things is they're publicly making it very clear and marvel was like tight-lipped until yeah, i remember the monday after and people were like holy shit iron man was great and there's going to be a captain america and Thor movie, and it's going to lead up to the Avengers, and then people are for it. But if you do it too soon, don't be presumptive. You know, it's like it doesn't work. It's not a good look. Uh, mine's like segueing into uh, Hascon. Oh, are you guys familiar with this? Ellis. What is that? Okay. I saw this. So I, I actually got to go to the last BotCon, which is a Transformers convention. It oh, happened okay. to be in my home state of Louisville, Kentucky. And, uh, you know, my friend was really excited about it. So I was his mini con package because he bought like his he, he bought like the thing where he got like all the free or not. He, he purchased all the exclusive figures. And then he was it was like another 20 bucks and I got to go to the convention. And um, that was the last convention for BotCon. Like it, it, it's such a cool thing. It was a fan made convention that uh, grew so big. that They actually had exclusive repaints of figures, you know, for each year. And like, you know. There was the, some of them were like Beast Wars oriented, super exciting. Well, Hasbro was like, "All right, well, we're gonna buy this." So they purchased the convention and then oh, immediately wow. shut down said convention. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just what Hasbro does. And then they launched a new convention, which is Hascon, which is all the Hasbro franchise convention. So I mean, it's did that get confusing? Did My that get confusing? Because the hazmat convention is called the same what? thing. <laughs> oh. Sorry, that was not oh, good. Okay, no, anyway. that was a really bad joke. Like, sorry, I, I'm that sorry. wasn't warranted Just... interrupting. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm no, sorry. No. <laughs> Normally, I just let you have it, Jim, but not today. Okay, sorry. Anyway, but anyway, it's, it, it's just all of so basically, it's a Transformers um, Magic: The Gathering. I guess Hasbro owns that now. Mm. Um, My Little Pony and GI Joe convention now. Mm. That's very specific. Yeah, it just it just feels like Hascon seems like a really bad name because it feels like there has been. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's also those aren't those aren't fan bases that cross over. Uh, necessarily. No. Yeah. Hmm, but can't wait for that Twilight Sparkle Transformer. Yeah, I mean, I le- going yeah. back to extended universes like. Hasbro's doing that with G.I. Joe, right? If they ever make another G.I. Joe movie? Yeah, well, they're, well, that's the whole thing, because they can't find a time when The Rock isn't filming something yeah. else. But uh, apparently the G.I. Joe's going to cross over with Transformers and with, I think, like some other thing that I don't care yeah. about. Battleship. Battleship? No. Really? I'm kidding. Okay, good. But it sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And also, but this, the extended universe for Star Wars, like, I don't think your average... I feel like a lot of people are going to go into the next Star Wars movie and be wondering the whole time, like, wait, wh- what happened to Rey and Kylo Ren and all the other characters? What's this? Why is it in the past now? Yeah, they're... Uh, well, right after they put out that trailer, they actually 
uh, lowered their expectation. Disney publicly said, well, we don't think it'll make as much as Force Awakens. And, you know, it's probably not going to be that big. And I'm like, I didn't, did anyone expect it to be? I mean, I think it'll do well, but it's just like, they have to understand that they're uh, like when Marvel has like Ant-Man, Marvel's not like, oh, I can't wait for this to make a billion dollars. Like they they have their their smaller movies and their big Avengers type yeah. things. And I think like Star Wars just hasn't had the smaller one yet. So people no one's really sure what's going to happen and how people are yeah. going to take it. But since it's still it's not like it's called Ant-Man, it's still Star Wars. So people are still expecting they probably should have titled it Rogue One and not, not had the Star Wars in it well, at all. That would confuse but, people because yeah. people were like, wait, is this Star Wars? Is this ripping off Star Wars? What is this? Yeah, so yeah. I don't think there's any way to... I, it'll be curious to see. I still think it'll make I, 300 just, in America at least. they just called it Rogue One, a Star Wars expanded that, that, that's universe? That's what they called it. They called it Star Wars. Okay. No, they called it Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, yeah. and I think originally it was going to be something else a little more complicated but now yeah it's a star wars story because i don't think that it has the scroll or something like the the flying text thing i don't think they're doing that this time so it's gonna be weird to see us i think it'll be a cool idea because the star wars books and the comics has been doing this forever so it like it's something i've always kind of wanted them to do but i don't know if people are going to be as down for it but i still think it'll do well just it's not going to do force awakens so you're going to have your idiot you know, cousin, tell you how Rogue One bombed when it made 150 its opening weekend or something. If we're gonna have a Star <laughs> Wars movie every year till the end of time, I feel like it's just gonna dilute the brand. Well, oh no, like it's... the Marvel movies well, too. I mean, Mar- like... With Marvel movies, like at least it's different universes, like Spider. Well, I mean, different characters you can accept. Like it's Hulk has this movie, Iron Man has a movie, but when you it, think Star Wars, I, I mean, same... is no one else getting burnt out at all though? I think my friend Dan that, is. My friend Dan is fucking sick of Marvel. I mean, the thing people fun are fact, getting. Oh, sorry, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, fun fact. Uh, if anybody remembers when we were, I was gonna do a podcast. He was gonna be on it with me and Jim, but oh yeah, I remember that. That fell through. <laughs> Rip. But the, anyway, the, go on. the the thing with the Marvel movies is at least Guardians is a different kind of movie than Doctor Strange and. They have like the Marvel Avengers Civil War thing, but then they also like they try to make each character's movies a different thing. And that's mm-hmm. something they've always been really pro doing. And I think the problem that Star Wars is going to have is they really have to make them separate kinds of movies. And it feels like they're doing that with Rogue One, but it's not different enough. So I could see people getting sick of Star Wars sooner than uh, Marvel specifically, because they literally like Guardians of the Galaxy is a different genre than Winter Soldier, and that's like the genius of it all. Is they made, they do, they are the same thing, and they do feel very Marvely. But you're seeing like Marvel's take on, uh, you know, a, a heist a movie, political, uh, a political action movie, yeah, and then a heist movie with Ant Man, and then you know this and that. So it's like it gives you more variety, and I think that's something that star wars has to do and i think they're kind of trying to so i hope it works out it'd be I, cool if they did i'd like to see star wars handle an action romantic movie good you know <laughs> that'd be something yeah it would oh but is that all for star wars and ghostbusters and live action stuff oh we're gonna actually talk about animation news? Oh, i thought we we're gonna go into questions no ben 10 oh, we have to talk about ben 10. tell us about ben 10 what happened it sucks so, uh,
I really wanted to hear Nolan's rant about Ben 10. Let's hear it. Did it premiere yet? Do you, want, do you want me to fucking rant about Ben 10? Go ahead. Please. Oh, God. Okay, so I saw the first episode, and it, it should... I, it, it's That's enough for me You only to saw say. the first? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother with any of the rest, because the first one was just that bad. Oh, I did. Uh... It's literally <laughs> Teen Titans Go Ben 10. Well, that's what everyone's doing, like, Scooby-Doo. It, that's literally all it is. It has the same type of pacing. It has the same type of jokes. Like um, Ben Tuition um, was a fucking joke they made, and every time he said Ben Tuition, the text popped up. Oh. It was like Ben Tuition, oh. and, and they it, fucking it, ru- ruined Ben and Gwen's character dynamic. Like, like I know this is a comedy show, haha, but like their original character dynamic was that they couldn't stand each other, but then you know you like. Oh, hi. Anyway, um, they had the uh, character dynamic that, oh, they hate each other, but then they kind of grow to, like, tolerate each other and then care for each other, like, you know, actual characters. But in this one, they're, they're just buddy-buddy um, from the get-go, and Gwen's, like, his just, like, troublemaking sidekick, and she's like, okay, Ben, uh, let's, let's, um, try to, let's try to be calm and rational about this now. Uh, and, like, the, in the episode, she was like, God damn it. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, um, basically in the episode, um, Ben, they go to Niagara Falls and Ben's like, I want to do a cannonball. And you know what? I'll talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in. So in, in the new Ben 10 cartoon, they um, the, it's all comedy based. Like um, Ben does a cannonball into Niagara Falls and it wakes up an alien. Uh, there's no first episode where they explain how Ben got the watch or um, anything. It's, it's, it's very similar to uh, essentially Powerpuff Girls where it's like you, it, you have to already be established with the franchise to truly like get what they're doing. Like there's no like, you know, there needs to be a setup. There needs to be an establishing episode to, to have everything like make sense. Um, and they didn't do that. Uh, and also, all the alien heroes or alien characters that Ben could turn into are all humanoid now. Like uh, they ca- they added some new ones that look s- awfully like old ones, but just with slightly different powers. And then like Stinkfly, remember Stinkfly being like that mutant Stinkfly? Now he looks like a superhero. Like he's you know humanoid. There, it, it's not the same character whatsoever. And. Um, and I think I think it uh, apparently it's based around uh, what Man of Action wanted to do with the series originally is, is like the the rumor behind things, and it reminds me a little bit uh, to like connect this with uh, X Men Evolution, the character designer and animator who did uh, like that. Remember that pan? Remember that scene where the the girls are walking and it's just basically the craft? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, the the animator did that animated that scene uh, and designed to have the characters in uh, Evolution. Stephen E. Gordon, he also, um, like, he, he has on his portfolio site original Ben 10 sketches, mm-hmm. like, uh, designs. And originally, Ben 10 wasn't going to turn to aliens. He was going to turn to superheroes. Huh. Which is very much similar to uh, Dial H for Hero. Link me to that. I will. Um, and the names, the prototype names are amazing because they're really bad. <laughs> Like, uh, they're, like, strong guy, and <laughs> she's, like, plant guy. Well, to be fair, that's what Ben 10 does. He makes shitty names. Right, right, but, like, these are beyond that. And uh, you can see a lot of really interesting prototypes. And I feel like 
how all the heroes in this now look exactly like humanoid heroes, I think that's like a callback to the original design idea. So basically this show is a, is turning Ben 10 into the shitty ideas they first had and that they gave up on? Yeah, the, the ones where they're like, yeah, that's a bad idea. Re, redo that. And then, it, hey, you know, after – bring this it, back. It, it's going back to the first drafts. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Oh, no. Well, I don't care about Ben 10. But, yeah, I see. It's That's what Cartoon Network's doing. Everything's just being Teen Titans Go rehashes. Mm. Uh. Like, um, and some of the, apparently uh, it's going to have more of the reoccurring villains back. But so far we've only had new ones. Uh, a few episodes aired in Australia and other countries. But we don't get the episodes until next year. <laughs> that's how little faith they have in this and uh so one episode's in niagara falls which is like weird uh the moral of the story is listen to yourself i guess because like both characters like yeah we're sorry you should have listened to yourself well you should listen to me too like the, the the morals don't work and then the second episode is a wrestling episode where uh ben beats gwen and or no gwen beats ben at a video game and so he decides to enter into an actual uh, wrestling match as forearms, but he's hiding two of the arms behind his back, mm-hmm. and no one notices. And there's a guy that's clearly a robot. Yeah, and like uh, you know, they disqualified the guy for being a robot, and then disqualified Ben for being an alien. Mm-hmm. After the whole thing goes down, it's. It, it, I was really hoping to listen to Nolan's rant because. I remember I was in a Skype group with Nolan and he's like texting us as he's watching it. And it was just the funniest thing because he was so upset. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Fucking Christ. So, all right. Basically, you said everything that you, um, that basically all the thoughts that I had, but I wanted to touch upon the moral bullshit. I fucking hate cartoons with the most half-assed morals ever. Like either you go all the way or you don't. You, you just don't do it. Like, it, fuck, that's a problem it, that started with Adventure Time, where it was like anti-moral and then moral and then like mean halfway. Just like fuck that shit, dude. So basically, what you said was like, yeah, Ben was like, I should have listened to you more, Gwen, and Gwen was like, no, Ben, I shouldn't have doubted your Ben tuition. And then it's like, well, fucking, which one is it? Like. If it was like if it wasn't for Ben's intuition, the day the day wouldn't be saved. But if it was wasn't for Ben's intuition, we wouldn't have had the fucking problem. <laughs> like fucking Christ, make up your oh. goddamn mind, you fucks. They also replaced the voice actor for Gramps for Grandpa Max. Yeah, why the fuck? Why the fuck would you replace Paul fucking Iding? God. Asked uh, Kojima. Oh wait, no, I was thinking of no, metal. I, I was thinking of a uh, snake. Never mind. I, no, oh, I not know. Campbell. Whoops. Why would you? Fu- no, yeah, Colonel Campbell wasn't replaced. That was uh, David Hayter. He got replaced by Cooper Sutherland. Yeah. But why the fuck would you replace... Like, they replaced Gwen's voice and Grandpa's voice. Why Why would you bring back Tara Strong but not bring back... Like, why, why, why do you guys... Like, it's the inverse of Powerpuff Girls, where instead of the main characters getting replaced, the main character is the same, but everybody else gets replaced. <laughs> it really is. Well, I think they probably just kept Kara strong because she would have made too much of a bitch fit on Twitter. Ooh. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, she's super unprofessional on Twitter. Every time, like, 
uh, they don't ask her back for whatever reason. It's very clear that the Powerpuff Girls, they didn't want to have uh, the original voices back because they wanted to uh, do the whole, you know, oh, let's have, you know, young girls voice the characters so they could be on social media. Or they had no money. Oh, it's probably a combination of it's cheaper and they could turn them into a brand. Mm -hmm. It was probably nothing super personal and she made it personal. <laughs> and it's it's like, it's one of those things where like, she she's done it every time, like uh, when Teen Titans appeared in one of the DC animated movies where it's like super like realistic and uh, Tara Strong's cartoony voices for um who's she voicing two times you asshole raven. raven yeah i totally forgot for a second but they, they, the person that got raven the is perfect like she sounds amazing in that character design uh tara strong's kind of it would just call me back to a more cartoony anime look you know um and it's it's just like well i can't believe they replaced me in my character and it's like well d d d characters get it's voiced the by different people Titans, you bitch. Whoa, yeah whoa. And it's like slow it down there i'm kidding Listen, Tara, Tara, let me level with you 1v1. I've had my fair share of pu public displays of, uh, uh, what what do we call it? Uh, emotion? Emotion, yes. Yes, I've been there. Don't do it. Don't do it, Tara. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, but back, back to Ben 10 one last time. Yeah, go on about Ben 10. <laughs> um... Tara, I don't know who's the voice director on the new Ben 10, because Betch, um... Betch? I think ever since... Did huh? you say Betch? <laughs> no, I don't know who's the voice director on Ben 10, but, uh, for some reason, they, like, Tara Strong, so I'm, I'm kind of ragging on her today, and I'm sorry, but she kind of sounds notably worse than she did originally. I don't know if it's because she's getting older, but, um... Ben's voice is a lot deeper and it's not as emotive as it used to be. And to be fair, back when he came back in uh, Ultimate Alien, he sounded kind of bad there too. So I don't know if I know Andrea Romano was, and she's a God tier voice director. Don't get me wrong, but like uh, the uh, Ultimate Alien voice direction was just a lot more somber and a lot more boring. Like they they didn't emote that much. Um, but uh. Yeah, um, on the on the whole, with the Ben Ten reboot, like I understand that comedies are what are what's selling right now, but I've always said this before that Ben Ten like has the potential to be like the the, the animated version of Doctor Who. There's like such a such a wealth of material, like even from the shitty um, like series like Ultimate Alien, there have been ideas that could have been touched upon and made into greater things. They even and, added like, Doctor Who. Yes, yes, you're right. But the problem, the problem is that the, the brand is just one of the... It's like Sonic. It's one of the most mismanaged properties, like, ever. Like, I, I like people... Like, they got Dwayne McDuffie, and I don't know what else. He's he's done the All-Star Superman uh, uh, home animated adaption, but... Oh, yeah, I love that one. His Yeah, his writing for the series was not that good. All the arcs just, like... Like, all the arcs, like, had big, like, game-changing moments. Like, especially the fucking Ultimate Alien, Ultimate Kevin arc. It was, like, uh, fucking the whole... I remember the whole finale to that arc was just, like, here's a game-changer. And then, right, it cuts to a commercial break. Then right back to, um, after the commercial, they, like, defang it completely. <laughs> like, 
for an example, like this this black haired guy is like confronting Kevin. He's like, Kevin, you listed your father and then cut to commercial. And I was like, what the fuck? Kevin's dad is alive. What? And then right back to the commercial. You're not my dad. You're my stepdad. And I'm like, God. <laughs> and they did that the whole time. And then the, what to end it all. Like they're like Kevin gets cured by some magical machine and everything's just back to normal. Like he basically like TV Y seven version of raping Gwen. What? Like fighting Ben. Yeah, he like tries to drain the power from her and she's like screaming in agony and then Ben comes in and saves her. And it's like they they don't touch upon it or anything. They don't explore it at all. They don't like have Kevin like get like his plumber's um privileges revoked or anything. It's just it, this is again a problem with all TV shows like Cartoon Network does. Is like they revert to the fucking status quo. Mm. I'm trying to think of times when the status quo was changed ever. And I don't know if it's like some uh, mm, maybe kind of like it's still ultimately uh, they still have they're still like um, just at the beach house and they're like oh we're having those crazy adventures mm. but like they, they change it more often than not like. But it still feels like progression is made. Yes, but like I, I also remember shows like Adventure Time, and I, I keep ragging on it. And I'm sorry if that's boring to some people, but well, shut up. <laughs> anyway, no, um, I, I'll make it quick. Um, the se- one of the season finales where they're like, there are so many multiverses to explore, and then they explore it for like an episode, and then they come back, and then it's like, oh, okay. It's like they, they, they. So many shows promise all of these changes or promise all of these concepts or something and they just never follow through with it it's like you either you either bring up and commit to it or you just don't do anything Mm -hmm. oh my god it's fucking frustrating Mm -hmm. like like i make i'm developing my own web comic like panas called god engine and uh one thing i'm hoping to do is to change up things like as the series goes along yeah (laughs) and i just really i real that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is like no progression or if the promise of progression and change and then it doesn't change at all and it's just like back to normal with no explanation or no looking back on it and it has no effect on the story so (laughs) okay um this kind of super unrelated but um I'm watching a show called Sliders. Uh, anyone familiar? I heard of it. No. Yeah, I remember Sliders. Yeah. Yeah. So like a friend of mine kept like, you need to watch it, watch it, watch it. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's on Netflix. So I'm watching it, and like I, I wanted to know like one of the characters' actor was, see if there were anything else that like kind of familiar. And I go and I find out that oh, it turns out uh, none of the main characters except for one is still like in the show by the last season. <laughs> and, and, and like, because because it, it's it's about like a scientist who creates a uh, portal that um, a wormhole into other worlds, and they accidentally like had to leave uh, too soon, so they missed the portal to their home world, and so they're just sliding or jumping between portals until they find the original Prime Earth, right? Yeah. Um. And so like you have the scientist, his girlfriend, the professor who came up with the code, uh, the, the 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 solu- the problem, but didn't know the solution, which the main character solved, and then random famous black guy <laughs> uh, yeah man, why was, uh, i forgot why he was involved but i remember uh, he just randomly gets sucked in with them like it, mm-hmm. it's it makes no sense within the context of the story at all but they just needed a comic relief character because <laughs> you know you have like the two scientists the girl they needed a token black and so um 
and uh, I, I'm watching it, and he's the only character that lasts throughout the whole Yay. show. He's the black guy who lives <laughs> in a movie. In a <laughs> oh, um, on the subject of black guys live, um, there was one. There was this um, sci-fi movie called House of Bones, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And like the black guy, black guy is the last person to survive, and then he gets killed. And I'm like, dang it, you almost had it. Damn. He like literally, they're trapped in this house, and then he like, this is how he dies. So his friend is possessed, and he's standing on the doorstep, and like the guy's literally two feet away from freedom, and they have an exchange, and then he just turns around, and the fucking guy on this doorstep throws a hatchet into his back, and he dies. So he was like two. He literally should have just ran, <sighs> but he didn't. Oh man! It's so. It was so frustrating. Wow. I brought up sliders because they remind me a little bit of like no one was talking about with the status quo changing, and it's just like, you know, slowly characters get written off because the actors no longer available or no longer interested, and it's just like, I'm just shocked that the one guy that's not supposed to be there <laughs> becomes the main character hey. by the end of it. No, that's <laughs> that's not that's not progression though. That's like regression, like. <laughs> That's 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 a problem that Captain N had. Oh, we don't want to pay these licenses anymore. Let's just kick them out. Oh, is that what happened? Did they get rid of Mega Man or Castlevania? They got rid of Cat Mega Man, Simon Belmont, and then the third season was just Kid Icarus oh. and like, I mean Pit. They, they didn't replace my favorite character is Castlevania. Yeah. Um. So basically, like, it, it was the third season, and they didn't have any game tie-ins whatsoever. So it was a it was a mess. It just Badly. But uh, going back to uh, Tara Strong being replaced, um, yeah, she, her and her friends who worked on Teen Titans Go, all the voice actors, yeah, were angry on Twitter, like back when they were recasting for this Teen Titans DC animated movie. And uh, I actually got an interview here. Like, uh, l- let me show you what they said. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> okay, but is that all for Ben 10? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. I went on about so many weird things, you know. Yeah, I feel like we should just do a couple questions and we, we okay, for since we didn't record this, we might as well just say we spent like the first 30 minutes of our scheduled recording just like turning on our webcams and showing off toys we all own. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I told him we should include it in the podcast because it'd be hilarious. Well, we no this. one recorded Ooh. it. Ah, just look at all this stuff that you can't see. Oh, look at this! Look at this limited edition Godzilla signed by Sean Connery, guys. Isn't it amazing? You guys aren't gonna believe this. Like, legitly, you're gonna think this is a joke. But no one does have a life-size <laughs> cutout of Homer Simpson. Yeah, he does. Got to have a cutout of your husband. You know. <laughs> You know what my favorite Simpson? One of my favorite Simpson jokes I always think about is where the comic book guy's like, "I have a, I have a limited edition picture of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore." I love that joke. But you guys want to get into the questions? Okay. Hey, little buddy, want a ride? Yeah, whatever. I'll be right back. Where can you catch all 150 Pokemon? On your Game Boy, that's where. Pokemon for Game Boy is here. With both packs, you can catch them all. 
questions. <laughs> All right, questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to start out with the word question so it's easier to find and post them in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video. And our first question is by Turd Soda. Question, what's your favorite Pokemon? Ew. Mine is Sneasel, the best Pokemon, who coincidentally made an animated, made an animated debut in Pokemon 5 Eva. I have no idea who Sneasel is. I don't know either, and no. Sneasel is shit. Froakie is the best one. Fuck you! I mean, I uh, like Bulbasaur's number one. I mean, of course, uh... Fuck off. There's always, uh, Gothitelle and Gardevoir because they're the most human ones, and uh, you'll feel the least amount of guilt fucking them. But... I think one of my favorite early Pokemons, like back when I was younger, was Beedrill, because Beedrill looked cool. I like Snorlax, because that's how I live. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like Arcanine. Arcanine. Is that the dog? Yeah. yeah Fire-breathing dog. And Ivysaur. The slime Pokemons, like Ditto and uh, Gang... What's that slime? Muck? Muck I, and Grimer. I just like the concept of slime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other favorite Pokemons? Uh, Tyantrum's pretty fucking I badass. He's from the one that... Uh, he's a uh, fossil dragon type, oh, but he's a... Uh, dr he, so he's rock dragon, and he's just basically a fucking T-Rex with a beard and a crown. He's awesome. But I like the... For the new Pokemons they're announcing for the Hawaiian region... I mean, there's that one Hawaiian Meowth who... Seriously, it looks like Queer Duck, if you remember the show Queer Duck. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because this new Meowth, this gray Meowth, has, like, its eyes half open, and it just reminds me of Queer Duck. It evolves into, like, uh, what people thought it was going to look like some majestic Pokemon, but it turns out it looks like Garfield. Yeah, it's super depressing. It's like, wow, that looks like shit. <laughs> Holy shit, is that a Pokemon, this dinosaur thing? That, yeah, that's Tyantrum! Holy fuck. Right? I Damn. <laughs> He's awesome! Yeah, I thought that was a Digimon at first. <laughs> no, it's he's too awesome. brutal to be a Pokemon. He's my favorite. <laughs> like, when you were younger, did you ever get into, like, Pokemon versus uh, uh, Digimon fights? I was more of a Digimon uh, kid. Hmm, I don't know. I think, I like, I watched both shows, but I always felt Pokemon was superior. Storytelling-wise, it had better characters, and um, at least it wasn't like a, have you rewatched the first season of Pokemon? Yeah, like, a few years ago. Ash is an ass. <laughs> a few years ago, like, when I was getting into my nostalgia phase, I was like, ooh, my Pokemon VHS tapes. I haven't watched these in years, and I watched them again, and I was like, oh, this show's pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's no. pretty bad. Have you ever got, guys ever watched, like, a TV show from your childhood and haven't seen it in forever and thought, yeah, this is awesome, and you watch it again, it's like, wow, everything's ruined. This is awful. This sucks. Yeah, that's happening. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I mean, Sonic X. Uh, <laughs> I thought no. Sonic Sonic X used to be like this, like a uh, fucking mysterious, awesome looking show, and now I look back on it and I'm like, wow, this was animated on the budget of two dollars, <laughs> and it is also shit. Yeah, but the one thing I liked yeah. about Sonic X is it was based on the Sonic Adventure one and two games, and also Sonic Battle. If anyone remembers the the battle games from the Game Boy Advance, that game fucking drove me crazy. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty simple battle system, but it's like the the only other uh, pokey. Uh, Sonic fighting game besides uh, Sonic Fighters. In, in, oh, I played Sonic Fighters in Chicago uh, last time I was there because there's a arcade. Yeah, the Galvin Ghost. Yeah. It's not a fun game. It it's features good... characters nobody cares about. I like Fang. <laughs> Fang's okay. Yeah, the purple Fang's one. Cool. Being the dynamite is shit. But Pokemon versus Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, per Pokemon versus Digimon battles <laughs> in the nineties. Like, I don't know. Like, I thought like no. 
surely one of these Pokemon could defeat a Digimon in their fully evolved form, but I but I had to soon realize no, they couldn't. Pokemon are weak. And I just that's when I admitted defeat with myself, like, wow, Pokemon Digimon are superior. Fuck. But it's true, the storytelling in Digimon is way better. I mean, they have arcs, characters die, there's consequences, you know. Evolution, status quo changes. Yeah. And like I was younger when I was younger I was like, why do they have to keep changing Pokemon teams? Why do we have to go to this new universe of characters? And looking back on it, I'm glad these stories have a beginning and an end, because Ash is never gonna fucking be a Pokemon master or whatever. Ash literally makes no sense. Um, like for example, Ash Greninja. Apparently Ash can now like meld his mind with a Pokemon. What? And it looks like in the new series, because they have to start fresh with everyone but Pikachu. So he has the most strong connection and the most unique connection to a Pokemon ever. And he boxes them. <laughs> he, he puts them with Professor Oak and is like, fuck it, start fresh again. I mean, what bothers me is that, like, he's been doing, he's been at this for a long ass time. Like, Pikachu should be level 99 by now. Yeah, Oops. um,. I was going to say, if they ever end the anime, and I don't know if they will, but uh, it should just end it with all those, like, arc-specific Pokemon, just like him re- um, reuniting with them, and then they all beat the shit out of them. <laughs> You've abandoned <laughs> us. You used to but like no. us. But seriously, like, Pikachu should be super fucking strong, and then he's still losing to water types Aww. in the current show. Yeah, it's just he's trapped in like a Bill Murray time loop of Groundhog's Day. You know, he's like he's never going to grow old. His Pokemon are never going to get stronger. He's just in the status quo forever till the end of time. Yeah, but on to, I guess, the next question. Hmm. Okay. there's a question. There's other. Oh, fair. All right. Chad and K. Question. What is your favorite theme song from a bad or mediocre cartoon? I like the season one theme song to uh, Johnny Quest and also um, <laughs> also uh, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo Get a Clue because they're pretty much rip-offs of, of uh, American Idiot and uh, some Offspring song. No, the, the worst, best theme song is Yayo, Yayo, Dream Oh, no. Give it up, Luffy. The One Piece rap. <laughs> Sonic yeah, Drive like... from the Japanese version of Sonic X is really oh. good. I think it's by some people who... who uh, wrote the One Punch Man theme song, Jam Project. Well, I was addicted to that Sonic X theme song when I was younger, the American one. Ew, ew. It just reminded me of City Escape, and it's like, yes, this is what I love about Sonic. No, it's it's worse than City Escape. It's fucking four kids' oh. City Escape. Oh, fun fact about Sonic um, Sonic X. Um, in, the original, uh, in the original Japanese version... Like when uh, Chaos and uh, the Bio Lizard were defeated, they played their respective games like theme songs. So, uh, open your heart and live and learn. In the American version, they cut them out and just replaced them with generic ass four kids music. Oh. If you wanted any more of a reason to fucking hate four kids, there you go. Oh, I think I uh, the Wildcats theme song. I like that theme song. 
not a good show, but the theme song, if I hear it, it's gonna now it's stuck yeah. in my head all day. Oh, but uh, you know, Four Kids is still around, right? Yeah, yeah they didn't they just put out Shin Godzilla? No, that was Funimation. No, Never they're, mind. They're, they're, yeah, Funimation. They're now called 4K Media since they want to distance themselves, and they're on like I think some streaming service. I think Hulu, and they only have one thing on there. And it's just these versions of Yu-Gi-Oh, and that's all. That's all they got. But any other bad, awesome theme songs for crappy cartoons? It's not a theme song to a cartoon, but like it's so awful that I can't tell if I, I like. I hate that I love it. <laughs> Or I love to hate it, but uh, Avril Lavigne did a Hello Kitty song, oh. and it's awful. But like, I find myself going back to it too often that I would uh, more than I would like to admit. Just like all of Avril Lavigne's songs. Did someone put a witch curse on you? There's something about how she's auto tuned that like is kind of pleasing to the eyes. The lyrics are awful. The music's uh-huh. awful. The music video is really bad because she has no emotion on her face. So I don't know why I'm drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Let's see. On to the next question. Oh, Kinky Sketch says, question, what is the absolute worst comment you've ever gotten on your channel? Like worst or worst you like? <laughs> I mean, just in general, terrible comments. Uh, someone a long time ago, I did this film called, If I probably said this before, uh, this movie, A Separation, which is an Iranian film. And uh, someone said, how can this movie be good if Iran hates us? <laughs> Uh, that's that's um, my favorite comment. Okay. Back when I used to not reveal my name on uh, YouTube, <laughs> how times have changed. But uh, I um some I got a comment where somebody doxed me. Oh, why? <laughs> it, it doesn't matter since everybody knows my full name now. But back then, when I was a little a wee lad, I was like, <sighs> Oh my god, somebody's gonna find me and rape me. <laughs> Oh, no. I didn't start getting bad comments until I joined this podcast. (laughs) No, no, no. Seriously, the three years I was on YouTube before I I joined this podcast, the worst comment I got, I got one negative comment, and that was, um, go kill yourself, film it, and put it on YouTube, which that person clearly does not know that I – how would I kill myself? Yeah. And be able to still upload yeah, it. what the fuck? I mean, I think I'd get a lot of views if I did something mm-hmm. like that. But it was just <laughs> well, like, like I would want to have the music right. It would, it would take a while production-wise, you know. Izzy, this this fan base is terrible. So, like, of course you're going to get bad comments. Yeah. I just want to say right now, all of you are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, mean, no, let's not do this again. The pan hurt, like, one yeah, person saying well, that. Someone was mad about the comments. I mean, someone was, like, hurt by the comments, and I wrote apology. I felt bad because that was oh, not, wow. like, a rehearsed thing. That wasn't like, oh, hey, Pan, can you call out people? It was literally like, I'm gonna make a quick little joke about how everyone thinks I'm the worst, and then, like, Pan's is like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I don't, wait, when it's was It's not this? a joke with me. I legitimately think you are all the worst. <laughs> it was a few podcasts ago where um, Izzy says, I'm Izzy. I'm the worst when we're all introducing ourselves and i just say no you're not i just want to tell everyone in the comments fuck all of you because y'all ain't shit oh is that the one where you said like no no one i think you said something like no one would notice if you died (laughs) well i i didn't phrase it like that i phrased it like you could fall off a cliff and uh, land on a pole and get anally fucked and we would never know i think the one that stepped too far was you literally mean nothing to me, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I've gotten weird comments, but I don't like... Once you're on YouTube and on internet long enough, I kind of just like zone it out. But there are times that someone will leave a comment, and then I'll end up rewatching 
a video because they said something and I'm like, oh man, maybe that's true. But then other times I go, ah, fuck it. I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't know. But it can, it can like get under your skin sometimes, but I, I try mm-hmm. to just be like, whatever, but I don't get the comments that you guys get, I think. So, well, no, all the gym comments, it's either like, uh, Jim's not in this. Who cares? Not watching this episode or yeah, uh, shit. <laughs> Like ninety nine percent of the gym comments are all like, "I want to suck Jim's cock really bad." Wait, really? Uh, See, I don't read the comments. I don't. They're, I they're not. They're this. not directly that. I, essentially. I don't oh. usually read the comments unless it's an episode where I know I'm going to get a good reaction from people. <laughs> like the, um, like the uh, diaper episode. That though, I was eating those comments up so good. Oh, same, I read. Same. I read through an entire comment section when we did the vote for the rocket power thing. And that was a deep look at humanity that I did not need. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one. Uh, one of them was like, um, oh, how how hypocritical. The transgenders talking about kink shaming or something. And it's like, what the fuck? What? what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Uh, I, I think they're implying that because I'm transgender, apparently I get sexual thrill of spending five hours now before leaving the house to get ready um, you know, that's super attractive or, uh, but no, no, no. There's, there's like ones where it's like, Oh, Izzy's just being transgender because she wants attention. And it's like, yeah, that's me when I walk out in public and I'm like, I hope no one fucking notices me. No, yeah. no one. Yeah. Well, people say that about anyone who's transgender and it's uh, anyone who's transgender. And it's like super offensive because it's like, I don't know any, I don't like, I just don't understand that kind of a comment because it's like I don't know if like it's one thing to be like if you do that for one day on Halloween but it's a different thing to be like that's your you know your life and you're not going to just do that just for attention that's completely a ridiculous thing to say I think I don't know I just think that's so stupid it's like who's gonna like go I, I, I don't know sorry I'm not expressing it very well but I just think it's dumb yeah, and, what, and what's worse is um, the comments in regards to your transgender on, are on like a gradient spectrum where both ends are really, really fucking awful, just two different types. And then in the middle is like this little green area where people are genuinely kind and understanding. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. terrible. I'm, I, I'm like so sorry that you have to go through that all the time. Well, I legitimately almost didn't come out as transgender on this podcast because uh, I, I don't have a feminine voice, you know, like I'm practicing it. And I think people are like, why don't you just do it? It's because because I don't want to sound like this because I can't get it. It sounds super unnatural, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to sound like Minnie Mouse. And I feel like that'd be more annoying. So I'd rather just do my regular yeah, register. Yeah. And then uh, I don't a lot of people only hear my voice. So they don't they don't see the fact that I pass really well or. Uh, you know, like I have cleavage or I do really decent makeup, you know, like they don't see the effort that I put into it because all they're hearing is, oh, that's a boy's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's 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 already fucking hard enough, like you said. And I mean, I also want to say if it does take you that long to um um to like get ready, to be fair, it also takes my sisters and my mom like that long. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't worry, you're you'll, you're fitting right in. Oh no, there's so many of my insecurities of being transgender just equals just being a woman. <laughs> like uh, there, there's a point where the, this guy, which I'm not into dudes, I'm, I'm a, a trans lesbian, is why I refer to myself. Like 
I just not really attracted to guys and like there's guys like hitting on me and I'm like giving him excuses and there's a like, point where like well I'm just not really emotionally stable for a relationship right now and he's like no it's okay man you just you just need someone that will you know take care of you I don't know I like I, I tend to go towards people who treat me poorly and I you know and like a certain point where I'm like I'm just telling you I'm not I'm not, I'm a crazy bitch and I'm like holy shit I am a woman <laughs> <laughs> yay finally you get street harassment just like all girls yes yeah, yeah. Just oh wait till someone's like, like, hey, you should smile. Oh, I haven't got that one yet. Oh, that's I like did... a that that pissed me off because that like, someone's I saw some guy say that to some woman on the street, and he looked at me like, yeah, right. Women should smile. I looked at him like, no, like what? Like I've never looked at someone and be like, smile. You'll be <laughs> you'll feel so much better. And any t- like any yeah, it's like. I don't know. I hate it when like I'm taking yeah. pictures. People want you to do that at like Thanksgiving, and I'm like, "Hey, fuck you, yeah. Grandma! I'm not smiling." I, I, I hate shit. when I'm just—that's <laughs> completely different. Come on. <laughs> I, I hate when I'm swimming and just some asshole just points a harpoon at me and says, "Smile, you son of a!" and he just shoots me. Fucker. <laughs> Wait, are you what? Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's hap- that happened to Pam was, before. I don't, I don't know. I was trying to before. reference Jaws where they say smile, you No, son I, no, I was I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you were a shark. But... <laughs> oh the truth comes out, everybody. You Pan discovered me. I'm Jabberjaw the whole time. <laughs> what the Remember fuck? when I was on Scooby Doo that one time? Yeah. Hey, everybody, draw a fan art as Pan of Pan as Jabberjaw. Fucking shark! Holy shit! <laughs> no respect. <laughs> I outlived Rodney Dangerfield. Fuck him. I like. I like that he's like a Borschfeld comedian who's a shark. <laughs> Every single head of Barbara character was just a ripoff of a live action character. Yeah, it really was. Like how the Flintstones were a ripoff of the Jetsons. No, no, it's the Flintstones were a ripoff of the Honeymooners. No, I know. I was being. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was uh, I was like, I was gonna correct. I was correcting you, and I was like thinking, wait a minute, that's a joke. Fuck. Too late. Finish the sentence. <laughs> One of the worst comments I ever got, and was a long time ago when I was first starting. Um, it was someone who meant this positively. They, they told me like, oh, these videos remind me of irate gamer. I can't wait to see more. Subscribed. And they and I was like, I thought they no. were. They were just like making fun of me, but I real I looked at my subscriptions like they subscribed to me. Fuck, they were being real. <laughs> <laughs> they compared me to Irate Gamer as a positive thing. It was. Is this the end? Yeah, I guess this is the end of the podcast. Who are you? Is it Ogre? It is Ogre. It's the Nut Shack, everyone. It's over. <laughs> By the way, please send him the Nut Shack so yeah. he has to review okay, it. Okay, I don't want to review the Nut Shack, but if someone sends me the DVD, I will. Like I have my PO box in the description. He'll, he'll be so he'll feel so guilt, guilty that you bought it for him that he will review it. Yeah, it's like everyone's just commenting on the nut shack. Like there, a long time ago, I made a video of a top ten worst cartoon intros, and back then the nut nobody cared about the nut shack. And then now suddenly that video got way more popular after the nut shack became a meme, and everyone's just going back to it saying this was pre nut shack. You you called it. You knew about the meme before it happened. <laughs> you pre- you, you nut it. You prematurely nut it. Yeah. All right. Good job. I'm Pan- that was the next video is going to be Nightmare Before Christmas review. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Oh, I was Jim. I, I was Aziz. I was the vampire. Fuck Ben 10. Weren't we going to have someone on the... Suck my dick, Ben Fuck 10. Ben 10. I'd say suck my dick, but you are 10 years old. Also... Also, people, please remember to leave comments about how much you love Jim. 
Thank hey. you. What? <laughs> Why don't you leave even longer comments on how much you love Nolan? How about that? How about you guys leave comments about how much you love Izzy? Fuck Pam. Yeah. Time, time to go jizzy on Izzy. Oh. Well, good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> good night. I'm going to kill myself. Oh, there I go. There's the yeah. news. Ah! Oh, fuck. Wow. Spooky. Play us out, Emily and Stephanie. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see. This our town of Halloween. This This is is Halloween. Halloween. This This is Halloween. Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick Trick or treat treat till the neighbors die of fright. It's our town. Everybody scream. In this town of Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Teeth ground sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 In this town we call home. Everybody hail to the pumpkin song. In this town, don't we love it now? Everybody's waiting for the next surprise. Around that corner, man hiding in the trash can. Something's waiting, no to pronounce and how you scream. scream. This is Halloween. Red and black and soil and green. Aren't you scared? Well, that's just fine. Say it once, say it twice. Take the chance and roll the dice. Ride with the moon of the dead of night. Everybody scream. Everybody scream in our town of Halloween. I am the clown with a tearaway face, here in a flash and gone without a trace. I am the who in the car who's there. I am the wind blowing through your hair. I am the shadow in the moon at night. Filling your dreams with the brim with fright. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Tender lump leaves everywhere Life's no fun without a good scare That's our job, but we're not mean In our town of Halloween In this town, don't we love it now Everybody's waiting for the next surprise Skeleton Jack might catch you in the back And scream like a banshee, make you jump out of your skin This is Halloween, everybody scream Won't you please make way for a very special guy Our man Jack is the king of the pumpkin patch Everybody hail to the pumpkin king Now this is Halloween, this is Halloween This is Halloween, Halloween Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. In this town we call home. Everyone hail to the pumpkin song. La 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 la